Hello, hello, hello. My name is Nate Rossa, and welcome back to I Just Can't Even With Myself Right Now, my personal pet project podcast where I discuss absolutely anything that comes to mind because limits are for losers, and in my space, we follow the wind. So sit back, tense up, and enjoy NE Unleashed. And as always, live it up, folks, and make it happen. All right. Hey, everybody. It's, I've just actually kind of noticed, I don't know if I brought this up before, but I've noticed that depending on the time I've uploaded any episode, there's actually going to be like a difference in the tone of, um, of what I'm going to say, which I think really depends on like the whole morning versus evening type of situation. I know with, uh, with morning ones, I tend to give more lighthearted, upbeat, and I think it's because I am a morning person. So that's definitely something that I do. Um, but for evening ones, when I'm a little bit more relaxed and tired, I feel like there's a different side. And that different side is more of like the serious kind of, you know, the gritty side, which I feel like I should make this a thing. And that, you know, like for some of my harder topics, I should definitely discuss it at night. Uh, when I feel like it's it's a good time to do so because it's it's kind of a release which I think is very useful and same thing with the mornings you know at the mornings I'm probably gonna like let's actually make it a thing um, because I think it just it helps organize my thoughts and my feelings at the same time which actually leads to my topic for today and it's a topic that I would say has been a topic of my life, if that makes sense. Not to be so dramatic um, or anything about that. But it is, I would say, it's a pretty concept that has continued to like bother me, I think, for, for quite some time. And I guess as a disclaimer for everybody listening, that a lot of this is going to be, and if you guys don't already know, you know, like a lot of um, anecdotal talking. I mean, this is why I'm babbling on my show. So thank you guys for lasting this long. So we're going to go into here. I don't know, maybe I'll rant today. Um, we'll see how it goes. So the topic is what it means to be an NF guy or NF male. And what I say mean by NF is an intuitive feeler guy and the reason why i specifically said nf is because you know as i as an nf this is going to be personal but i know that what my experiences that i'm going to describe or talk about or babble about is probably most definitely shared by other feeler guys out there sensors included so i don't mean to kind of to like what is it like isolate that it's just that I just want people to know that I am speaking from an intuitive feeler perspective, so I don't mean to dis- in- to like exclude anybody. I don't really like talking about NF topics as if it's completely divided by like sex or gender, because because it's also kind of weird. I would say um, nowadays when we try to advocate for equality, you know, of the sexes, like we try to do our best. Um, but I would have to say, though, for the sake of the topic and for y'all to humor me, 
that I do notice that I have noticed differences between it. And they're not really differences that are biological, I would say. It's it's not that way. I think it would be both socially, culturally. You know, I, I'm probably going to be using like certain buzzwords too. Like I'm not entirely sure, but like words like culturally have been kind of designed or kind of taught to act a certain way, to be a certain way, and what that means and how I feel like that is kind of there's there's definitely kind of an extremity that we need to understand and pull back out of because there is you know groups of people i believe are not fully benefiting from the arrangement i would say oh the word is conditioning there we go there's some kind of social conditioning and i don't you know i could be wrong the thing is, is I don't want to sound like I'm whining or complaining about it because um, that's not the whole point of this podcast or this episode. But it is an episode to to talk a, a lot about just what I what it means really for me. And I reason and I need to let out this disclaimer thing so you guys understand that my intentions are definitely coming from a pure place. I don't mean no hate, you know. No tea, no shade. But, you know, we're going to spill some tea. <laughs> um, so, for all of those listening, I don't think I've read much or heard much from the NF male perspective. And that's not to say that it doesn't exist. I definitely think it exists. I just don't think that there's enough. And not that we need advocates. You know, I don't, I'm not really advocating for support groups. But I just feel like we need some honest, healthy conversations about men who are feelers, who have done their work, and who've understood that the world is hard, and we're trying, you know? I've been reading up on... I think my statistics are definitely going to be wrong, but I think it's commonly understood that the majority of men out there are majority thinkers. And that's fine. You know, I have nothing against thinker guys. Just, you know, broadly speaking, I don't have anything against them. Um, Actually, no, sorry. I Individually speaking, like case by case, I don't really have problems with that. But with, I think, the broadly macro application, I think there is an unhealthy fixation on what a man should be or should act to be versus what a man really is and what a man can be. And I think that, you know, by engaging more, and I really do feel that there is progress. You know, I think that, you know, guys nowadays are starting to learn the differences and that, you know, starting to realize that the methods taught before were not really, you know, applicable, reasonable, and should really move forward to change. And why I bring it up is because... um Let's say, taking myself as an example, uh, I've never had a good role model. And the reason why I say that, and I I say, I mean, a good male role model. And the reason why I said that was because a lot of the men in my life were usually kind of like type nine thinker men, which, by the way, honest to God, are very good people. Um, But at the same time, all kind of very annoying because you get this, this logically inclined problem solver, but not assertive. You know, like, um, versus me, 
you know, versus my personality. For those of you guys who probably just hopped onto this episode right away and you don't know me, um, I'm an ENFP type seven. You know, there's, I, I am like loud. You know, I have an energy. I have, and I'm not really afraid to speak my mind and like go out of my way and do stuff like that. So it's really hard for me to to relate to you know examples and and models of men who don't who advocate completely opposite you know like i've had parents try to like my my own parents even and i love them by the way it's just i've you know as coming from an asian background as well which is conservative asian backgrounds where there is a specific way to act to be a man to be valued to be um spoken of as a successful perceived successful man which i think is very damaging um not their fault it's the fault of the culture i would say um i mean i know with filipinos there's like this whole machismo thing that's still prevalent and it's true you know like men are not supposed to cry you know like men are not allowed to do this men are supposed to be tough and they're supposed to carry the weight of everything and men aren't allowed to make mistakes or if they are they're you know are men supposed to punch each other out when things go down and that men are are difficult or no no they're supposed to be hardy and you know they're supposed to like take what they own and be all that kind of stuff and be this powerful figure very um like the equivalent of like the apollo hermes zeus archetypes in like the god and goddess like archetype theory it's always like a lot of though that kind of focus and very little on the other types of guys out there because there isn't just one type of guy and I don't know if people notice that, that there is actually so much more to men. And I don't know if people actually care enough either. You know, I feel like they have the, an ideal of what a man is in their minds, and that's it. And I think that's what I'm trying to attack, is that conceived notion, a preconceived notion, because I think that we need to challenge that, because it's not realistic. I really don't think that that perception of what it means to be a dude as any more realistic as um, perceiving like women, for example, to be just emotional or emotional wrecks even, which is 100% not true because we've seen competent women and we've seen competent men. I think the difference in wording would have to be we need to see competent emotional men because I think that's what we don't see. And again, I'm not trying to kind of conflate or do the whole causation problem because I, I probably made a mistake with that like it's I don't actually mean emotional because I am mentioning feeler men too but there is kind of like a correlation with that and I think the term that I'm using is emotional intelligence probably makes more sense um so moving back to my topic before I get completely distracted again it's so hard to find a, a male role model when you're like an aggressive type of ENFP like right now, I don't probably feel like it or sound like it because it's nighttime. I'm relaxed and I'm chilling, but I'm not really the one to like just sit and wait. Like I'm not the type of guy that just kind of, you know, like I don't sit there reminiscing. I don't sit there pining for people. I don't really see what the big deal is. Um, I don't go around and like look at a person and be like, hey, maybe like, why not? And the thing is, is as an NE dom, obviously I'm going to do the whole imagining what if concept. Like I'll do that no problem. But to accompany it with pining, I don't get it. 
You know, I don't understand that because if I liked you, I will come to talk to you. You'll, you'll know I like you. Um, and I would definitely not hide it because I would have already decided that I wanted to pursue some form of a relationship. And the reason I brought up brought that up is because there are issues with this. Um, so I hope people don't take it as me complaining, as it is just me attempting to just be a little more real when it comes to preconceived notions and stereotypes in the type community, which I am going to be targeting. I feel like um, that there's some kind of divide between feelers and thinkers, and so many stupid stereotypes are born from it. You know, things that like think feelers are more like emotional and they're not able to handle logical arguments, or that thinkers are suddenly way more logical and they're better problem solvers, blah, blah, blah. Which I don't believe is true because we all use the same functions, um, or we all we use all the functions. There we go. And by just relying on one, in my opinion, is a recipe for disaster. You know, no one should make decisions solely on just singular logic or singular ethical. It doesn't make sense. So much examples in humanity where if we leave it all to a single judging function, like it just ends in catastrophe. You know, like when you spin it all into black and white thinking it just becomes horrible um and so i say like people who advocate one way like those i guess teenagers who think that by saying that there's some kind of tj or tp and suddenly they're superior beings i feel like they're either basically they're either memeing or just too or just simply too dense to understand just how complicated the human condition personality really is and I've talked about how the type community can be vicious, you know, and it is if you let it. And as an NF man, no matter how many times you, I've been told that I was too emotional or too sensitive, I actually ended up learning that it didn't really matter what other people think because, in a way, I am competent in myself, um, which I think it causes a lot of the, the dissonance, I think, because even if I am competent in myself as a human being and even if I know that I am you know, I am that in a bag of chips. Um, I am going to be facing obstacles such as people who are willing, trying to box me in to their own little idea of what they think a man is, which is annoying because what ends up happening is I am going to be perceived as the enemy because I am breaking the stereotype. And I am going to be perceived of as awkward and odd and weird because I'm not going to settle for just being told that, oh, well, this guy cries when he needs to, or this guy is emotional, or this guy can engage with people, because so what, you know? And the thing is, is it, one, it's one thing to have my feelings against it, and it's another to have people try to apply feelings onto you. And I've had people get, like, weirdly judgy on me, you know, even in real life where we don't talk about type. Um, because I'm a feeler guy in a realm of or in an atmosphere, vicinity, full of thinker guys, I'm definitely outed right away. I mean, for all you feeler guys listening, how many times have you been called gay before? You know, how many times have you been called weak or, you know, a sissy for just being open with your feelings, for just being yourself, for just being real, you know? And for feeling that you can't just express yourself without it turning into a gender war. And 
I have to say that it's definitely irritating. I would, I'm not going to lie. Like, growing up, it's difficult. Growing up, um, I mean, as a seven, I keep telling them, like, well, life's great, whatever. Uh, but taking a hard look at my childhood, there was definitely moments where I felt alone. And I felt alone because, again, you're in a majority where you're the minority in this majority and these people and the folks that you're interacting with really don't follow your train of thought. So for me growing up, um, I always felt like I was at a disadvantage, if that made sense. And I have to say, like I admit it, I got a little victim-y. You know, I felt like for some reason I've been dealt the wrong cards, I got really sad, I got very... You know, and I just succumbed to the stereotype. You know, I let myself become this emotional person. And I I let myself re-resenting the people around me who probably had the best of intentions in mind. But because I was so fed up with the atmosphere, almost as if you just want to withdraw and just not engage with anybody again. But then over time, I have to say that things did change. Um, Obviously... I'm one of those guys too who thought that I had to overcompensate by acting tough or be being, you know, rude as well to be just like all those other guys. And that way I can earn the respect that I think I deserve or that I think that I was, that I lucked out of because I wasn't born a thinker guy or something. And, and the thing is, it's like, for example, like, why why do I say that? Like, I feel like there's also this attraction issue where the, even the women have this idea that a distant, um, emotionally distant man is somehow desirable. You know, like a guy who can't sit with you and talk you out is somehow attractive because these, this man is my project. You know, I've heard of that. Before. I've, I don't know if you guys heard of these terms, but like project dates where you intentionally go find a guy who's emotionally like incompetent. And you date him because it makes you somehow feel better and you feel accomplished and successful that you've changed a man for the better. I don't know. It's just, it's very weird. And I say weird because being the person, you know, being person with a twisted kind of lost delusional mindset as I was before, thinking that this was my only way out. And then I realized, no, you know, these women are not right either, you know, for, and I'm not trying to discount their efforts because they probably some of them also have the best of intentions but for myself why would I be putting myself down because I can't get what I want if that makes sense or I am just locked in this limbo of needing validation when I don't need it because people are different and sometimes it just never really dawned on it never actually dawned on me until until pretty recently where I tried to like unearth all of my little negativity which was hard as a seven mind you but when I started like really bringing out all the little things that I kept in and I didn't realize how much like pain I had but by doing so slowly in a comfortable setting where you're surrounded by people who don't judge you uh, I mean people who trust you with their you know with everything I started to realize that I myself had worth I myself had value and I could bring something um, to the planet, if that makes sense. Um, And if it's not the planet, to the people around me, to the people I love, and that I'd be, that it's okay to be so honest with your feelings. It's hard 
because my Enneagram stacking is against me as well. Like as a seven, it's hard to deal with negative feelings. As an SP3, it's hard for me to promote myself properly. Um, as a nine, it's already hard enough to like sit. I feel like I just have to, sorry, I have to withdraw and sleep. <laughs> um, and also like I'm SX blind. So the whole idea of SX is kind of awkward for me. So I don't really know how like that kind of works in. So I realized that with me, I'm very disconnected from my internal monologue, my internal dialogue, I mean, and my internal emotions. It's very hard for me to process things without needing somebody else. And that's kind of like me, like growing up, knowing fully well that I need somebody in my life to help me and realizing that no one is willing to help you because the preconceived notion of what it means to be a man is prevalent. So like, I'm not allowed to ask for help because I should know it myself. Even though if I genuinely didn't know what I was doing, I have to like fake it. You know, like it, it just made no sense to me. Um, it's like setting myself up to lose constantly. You know, you have guys out there who are thinker guys who knows just know how to navigate and problem solve and be successful in business, be successful in being a shark, um, and all that stuff. And you have me concerned with the ethical things of my decisions, and I'm thinking that I'm so, you know, in so valueless, so useless, basically. Um, to that, if I compare it, and I realized comparing myself to other people is a disaster for me. If I compare myself to other people, I lose because everyone has traits that are better because they worked on it, you know, and everybody's on the same boat. We're all just trying to move forward. If I distract myself by focusing on other people's problems and not my own, not my own kind of progress, I lose out on the true meaning of what it means to be a man. And I think for in my opinion what it means to be a man is a guy who has endured who has persevered in challenges a man who has done it with grace i have to say a man who's can who is strong enough to hold back his punches i feel like true strength comes when you are um trying not, not to be so impulsive like you try not to show off that you're this this person, um, this persona that you're just trying to act, like it's all an act or something like that. I think it's even more stronger as a person, as a character, um, that if you're a guy who knows when to stop, like no, who knows the meaning of restraint, um, which I know is a struggle even for me as a seven, because my vice is gluttony. So I, and it, means even in a metaphorical sense i just consume anything and there's an insecurity with me as well the insecurity that i feel inferior and it's so many like um i would say so much kind of blah with that and then being you know being unable to face my own negativity properly is makes sense you know like being able to kind of see it it's kind of like kind of problematic in a sense so but at the same time you know like I've realized 
And by the way, I really have to apologize to you guys because I'm like babbling um, a lot, a little bit more slower than usual. And I mean, granted, it's midnight, so this is probably why. But I'm just, I've hit that age in adulthood where I realize that not everyone is on the same pace. And the fact that I've been criticizing myself for the things that I messed up on and realizing that by so by being so self-absorbed in in this that I'm missing out again on the opportunities I could do as a as a man you know like I realized that I if I can't if I didn't have any role models and I didn't you know like competent ones that I could say would really helped me and I'm idealizing this this concept you know this fantasy why not just become it you know why not be the person who could have saved me and that sounds dramatic but i feel like if i really do feel that if life would have been a little bit easier if i had somebody there who was similar to me in some way to tell me that everything was going to get better but because i didn't have that sure there's some resentment involved but catching it now catching these negativities and choosing willingly choosing now to face them instead of just hiding them under a bed is such a is i would say relax it's such a release um it's such a vulnerable feeling i'm going through because i do exist you know i am a person i am a human being i am me you know i am Nate Rasa i am the guy here talking about my experiences and nf guy and yes i am going to talk feelies you know and yes i am going to go through emotional roller coasters every now and then because some things are overwhelming you know i don't have good thinking abilities um but i'm getting there and nothing i don't compare myself to anybody else not at least not anymore except just me and my past self and whenever i do that i look back at all the stuff i went through and i realized hey this is really like i've been you know it's been a while it's been years and things have definitely have changed um the overcompensation thing doesn't work but there's another way we could i could do things you know i could actually move forward by being just by being calm and telling myself that eventually i'll get it you know like i've it's it's funny because i never actually like i've been criticizing you know this ideal of mine all the time and trying to be i'm always frustrated and i never really thought of um the actual se of the matter and the actual se of the matter the hardcore reality i've actually never held a so-called you know feminine job if that makes sense i've actually all the jobs i've taken were trade jobs and I think I did that because of them, you know, with my three fakes, I just unconsciously gravitated to it, even if I didn't want to. Um, but it, who cares about my feelings? I'm just trying to get money or I'm just trying to move forward in life. And I didn't realize that I have just been following the conditioning that I've been conditioned to, if that makes sense. Uh, so part of part of the big reason why I'm pursuing this direction, like with type and reigniting my passion I had for the type, um, has been such an eye-opener 
to realize that, yeah, you know, I could do something else, something that gives me energy, something that refreshes me, something that makes me happy. And I don't know. I know it's kind of hard to understand. How can I be a feeler guy? Um, both rejectful of an internal identity, an internal dialogue, monologue, whatever, while also maintaining joy and you know feeling all these weird. Because for me, words aren't enough. And you know, I try not to be super dramatic, but I mean, come on, I'm an ENFP. Like, what are we gonna do? <laughs> but it's very refreshing, I would say. Being here. Recently, I've been going through a pretty rough week, you know, and I reacted like how someone would stereotypically a feeler would, you know.、Um, had some resentment, didn't really know how to solve the problem at hand, couldn't really put my feelings aside, because I'm the type of guy where I have to feel it first,、um, or if I don't, I would try to feel it afterwards, but it just doesn't feel the same, and it's just like. A lot of it's a lot of processing, way longer than I would say a thinker guy. But again, like why would I compare myself to them? I'm not one of them, and I didn't realize how I would say beautiful that feels. And who knows if I'm just rationalizing it away? But someone's got to. Someone's got to compile all the crap in the world and realize you know what. I don't. I'm not gonna let myself be defined by this. And I remember, <laughs> I remember seeing on Facebook like this feeler men for like support group or something. I thought that was kind of funny, but part of me was judging them because I am low key frustrated or high key frustrated that these guys have a support system that I don't or whatever. And to me, I never felt like I needed to hold anyone's hands. I didn't think that was necessary. I just want to be acknowledged as valid or competent, and then, and then those things kind of kicked in me, kicked me in the shin, and realized that like those things, I only I can do that. Only I can tell myself that I am competent and I exist. Of course, I sometimes forget that there are people out there in the world who don't agree with this collective. And I'm so I would say so fortunate to have them in in my presence, like in my in my vicinity, environment, atmosphere, because these people are there for for me, and those people are willing to take my my problems. They're willing to listen to me and tell me that it's going to be okay. You know, I, it sucks because I feel like I had to wait 25 years to get to this point, but. At the same time, life isn't without work. Life is hard work. I mean, this is reality, and there's comfort knowing that the efforts I put in is somewhat paying off. So, for all you other NFs out there listening,、um, and other feeler guys, you know, younger feeler guys who feel like they are incompetent or they feel overwhelmed, or that other people around them, or they feel like they need to overcompensate, I say don't. You know, I've been there. I'm I'm still fighting. You know, I'm still in the battle of proving myself. But now it's no longer myself to them. I think it's proving the self to me. 
telling, re, you know, unearthing, uprooting the bad, negative um, thoughts that I intentionally put there because I thought that was what it meant to be a man. I think, and this is probably going to be a series, so I think that to be a competent person, there needs to be moderation, there needs to be control, restraint, you know, the meaning of restraint. Uh, I think that there needs to be that that natural confidence. No more faking confidence. You own up and take responsibility, you know, take initiative. You realize that you are keenly capable of some things that others aren't able to. And knowing what that is, realizing that, first of all, you're po- it's possible to do that, is really cool. I know I have to say, like, ENF or NFJ men probably have a better gig on this than a better edge on this than I do because even if because with their FE being an extroverted judging function I feel like they are most likely to push better um, granted backed with SE underneath it but with me being NE and having an SI thing and being FI I feel like it's harder for me but not to say that it's harder like, 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 it's gonna be worse, if anything. I just think that I have my own fair set of challenges. I just, I think it was really cool discussing it with fellow N- NFJs, NFJ men, at least. And I get to talk to them, and they go through this, actually kind of a similar thing, um, where we're kind of ousted and shifted aside because in favor of the thing. And then me realizing, those aren't the people for me. I think I don't, get that completely you know i think i want a world where people don't make stupid decisions like that but heck we're not in a perfect society and that's normal like this is our life and i think i need to keep even me i just need to keep telling myself that it does get better only if i make it so and being the person that you wanted something like being the person that could have helped you is so comforting because then you have that opportunity now to help other people. And I feel like I'm in that zone or getting into that zone where I'm slowly building up my confidence and telling people now that I'm there for you. You know, I I can be that voice. And like I don't mind taking responsibility. I don't mind commitments. I don't mind they said I'm not trying to advertise myself because as an SX blind, I do not need like the shop is closed everybody like it's not happening but at the at the same time you know my experience isn't invalid you know my my existence isn't invalid and that should be the feeling um and knowing where you are good at and where you're bad at to work on it but not in a way that you are forced to you have to be like to differentiate what is the conditioning because there are negative traits out there that we need to get rid of and I think it starts with the person. It starts with the individual at their core. And that's how I'm starting with me. And that's actually how I'm going to go with this tone of this video. It starts with the core and it ends with everybody else. And it does it in the most wonderful, beautiful, successful way possible. Because I envision a world where this is no longer an issue. Where we can look at another person as equals. Because 
that's the that's kind of how I see it already. And for those who don't see it, we'll just have to me. It just says that you just got a little bit more years to go. You know, you still got time to expand your mind and tell yourself that you're looking at it from such a very limited perspective and a limited scope. Because by not acknowledging the the other kind, the other styles of men out there, that you're missing out on the strength and competencies these people have to offer. And I hope you do. And for those fellow NF guys and feeler men out there, sensor guys, you know, SF guys, just keep pushing. Um, I just felt like I really needed to bring that out because um, it's a more of a personal thing to myself. So this is kind of like a, my own little announcement thing where, you know, this is the direction I'm taking it. I am going to grow continuously. And I'm not going to stop. And other guys out there should do well to own up. Because that's one, it's the first part of solving a problem is acknowledging it exists. And building up on that emotional intelligence, fellow men, come on, we got this. Prove to yourself that you're just a basic human being. Because I feel like that's forgotten. And I will do the same. You know, that's that's the thing. So guys, and for ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> thank you guys for tuning in on a more serious note. And I hope you guys enjoy the rest of your evening. And just let me know what you guys think. I Sometimes I f- go into these little moments and I forgot that I am talking to a mic and there are people listening. So for that reason alone... You guys, like, let me know. I thrive on the feedback. I really do. And I think it's incredibly important. The peer review aspect in type communities is uh, almost in low demand, in low supply, but in high demand. And we definitely need more of that. So why not? I'm putting myself out there. And I suggest that the other guys do the same. Because if we don't make an impact, a footprint somehow we lose out on opportunities and all i want is to open more doors really all it is i just want to open more doors so thank you guys for listening and you guys have a good night thanks